just for the record, grizzly bears are a lot bigger than you would think. What is up, lovers and friends? Welcome back to the pod. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for showing up every week. Last week, I was in Wyoming, Yellowstone, Grand Teton, and also did a little stop over in Arizona and got to attend Powerhouse Women's Conference, which was so great and just so chock full of golden nuggets and all the awesomeness, all the awesome sauce and juicy vibes. So I'm really excited to talk about a couple things that I heard, that I learned, and some thoughts from running into a grizzly bear. Yes, a grizzly bear. I know that sounds really crazy. In fact, last night when I was falling asleep, I was thinking of the song that Dorothy sings in the woods, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. And I actually was like, would I rather fight a bear, a tiger, or a lion? And I really couldn't decide because they're all pretty freaking terrifying. Honestly, I think I'd rather choose a bear, but that's neither here nor there. So first things first, I wanted to kind of talk about fearlessness because it's something, if you go to my Instagram bio, it says recasting the role of fear in your life. And my whole branding around Wicked Fearless, my coaching program, and all the things I do is really around this concept of being fearless. And I think the biggest misconception about being fearless is people think that you are void of the feeling of what it feels like to be in fear. And it really dawned on me when I was actually at Powerhouse Women's Conference. Rachel Luna was one of the speakers there. She is amazing. Her handle is at Girl Confident if you want to go check her out. But she was talking about a lot of different things. Her story is absolutely amazing. And she had a point about fearless. And she said, it's not that the fear doesn't exist or that I'm without it. She said, fear with. And that really hit me because I think that we have this notion in our brains like, oh, if I'm fearless, then I just don't feel it. Like I can stand up to it. I'm good. I'm void of that feeling of nervousness or that anxiousness or when your heart is pounding and your palms get sweaty and all that. And that's all freaking part of it, right? And for whatever reason, that just really resonated with me. Fear with. Because in those moments where you are being called to something higher, you're stepping into a different version of yourself, or you're going for that job or that role, or you're doing that thing that is super scary, (laughs) it's scary for you in that moment, you are with fear. But the brave ones and the courageous ones and the people who want to actually chase down these goals and dreams and bigger versions of themselves are always going to have a little bit of fear with them. And what they've learned to do is harness it, is to not let it run away from them. I talk a lot about going to the Badlands and getting on the horse and running with the horse. And this is how fear and anxiety work. You're like on the horse and you think the horse is in control. And then you're like, wait, 
I'm the one that's in control. I can, I have my hands on the reins and I can either let this pony take me all the way to the Badlands where I'm literally like crying in the bathroom or having some kind of low moment because I'm so scared and so anxious and so overwhelmed. Or I can remember that I can just reframe the thought of whatever it is I'm feeling in this very moment to make it work to my advantage because the fear is always going to be there. We're human and in our brains, we are always in fight or flight mode. And we have, our brains are still the same, but we have all evolved to the point where we're not running from lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, we're just running from, you know, bosses and things and jobs and whatever. And like what it's changed. That's what I mean. And so something I really was thinking about is two different types of fear in that lions and tigers and bear moment. And it's been a long time, thank God, that I haven't been in a situation where I was actually like scared and there was a legit danger, right? Like an actual danger. When you're going for a new job or you're going to ask someone on a date or you're going to put yourself out there or you're going to do that big scary thing, a lot of times your life is not in danger, right? Even though we feel like, oh my gosh, how can I do this? So I want to tell you a little story because it feels very different. When I was in Grand Teton National Park, which is, by the way, one of the most stunning places I've ever been, we've seen mooses and elks and little foxes and all these animals. And we are very aware that there are bear out right now because they're eating all the berries and they're trying to fatten up so they can go hibernate, <laughs> right? And so there's these signs all over the Grand Teton National Park that say, be bear aware, be bear aware. That's why I called the podcast this this week because it's like bear aware. Um, and you see all these signs and you're like, okay, I know, the f- I know it's there, but it doesn't feel really real until it happens to you. Sound familiar? It's not really real until it happens to you. So we are on this beautiful trail. We hike up to this waterfall. We go over these bridges. We see all this beautiful stuff. And we are quite literally a la Taylor Swift's out of the woods. And I come around a switchback and I'm walking and I see this big kind of like chestnut color thing. In, and it's right in my eyeline, right in my eyesight. The sun is gleaming and the head turns at me and it is a massive grizzly bear. That fear that I felt in that moment was very real. It's like when you almost get in a car accident, the adrenaline kicks in and you're like, whoa. Whoa. And you kind of feel a little light, like, whoa, whoa, gosh, because your body is kicking into such a state of fight or flight to protect you so that you literally don't die. That fear feels a whole hell of a lot different than just being scared in my everyday life. And I hadn't really been able to break that down naturally, like I said, God willing. But what I was really thinking about is it feels differently in your body. 
So if you close your eyes for a moment and you think of maybe something you really want to go for right now, or there's a goal or a dream, or you have a big interview coming up, or maybe it's a phone call, or you have to have a conversation you don't want to have, or, or, or whatever that thing is, close your eyes. When we're in fear that we can really truly control, I feel like it pulls more from the very center of your belly, like a flame Uh, like in your gut almost, right? Intuition, right? In our gut. And it feels like a tight ball. And sometimes it can be in your belly. Sometimes it can go up through your sternum. And sometimes it can be like right in your chest. It feels like this big, hard ball, almost like of, let's call it yarn, like a big ball of yarn. And it's hard, That's how the fear is that I feel like we really deep down know that we're in control of, but we kind of ignore it because we'd rather stay in it and feel it. And sometimes the pony gets away from us. And so what I want you to think of next time you feel that feeling in your belly, in your body, in your chest or in your throat, kind of like in Harry Potter, And if you're not a Harry Potter fan, then you're probably not going to get this. But there's this part with the chest that opens up and all the different wizards have their biggest fear come out. And then they have a chance to kind of make it silly and make it turn into something that's not scary anymore. And to me, when I think of that feeling in my stomach... I try not to think of it as this giant lump or this big ball of yarn or this big whatever of clay or you can make it look however you want it to look. But I want you to think of something that you can pick apart a little bit. Kind of like if I just pull one string at a time out of this giant ball of yarn that might be like sitting in my stomach that might feel so heavy or this piece of clay. Like what if I can turn the clay into like a bowl or a cup? And I could fill up that cup. I could, I could do something else with that. But I can't do a lot with just this big mass of like gook in my belly, in my chest, in my throat. That fear is very different than the fear that I felt literally wash over me when I actually knew I was in danger. And so the difference between this is now in our lives, when we are not running from lions and tigers and bears, oh my, we think or our brains have the same, almost the same reaction to just the little fears in our life. And I'm not trying to dumb them down or water them down, but they are super different. However, our brain acts kind of the same way because we're wired. We're humans. We're still humans. We're wired the same way. And so next time you find yourself in a position where you are super scared or you're feeling really in fear, I don't want you to run away from it. I actually want you to sit in the feeling and just be like, hey, oh my gosh, it's so weird that this feeling is coming up right now. Like, oh, how on time of you. Oh, look, that really big meeting or phone call, weird, that giant mass of clay just showed up in my belly, in my throat, in my chest, whatever. Oh, oh, look right on time. Oh, sis, right on time. It's so weird that you would show up in this moment where the stakes are so high for me, or I want this so bad, or this is just like the thing I want. And the way that you are fearless 
in the pursuit of your happiness and the pursuit of the things that you want is bringing it with you, is noticing it, kind of like waving at it. Hey, girl, weird you show up right here in this moment, of course, on time, and noticing it. Because I feel like a lot of times we're taught to shy away from it, to run from it, right? Rule number one, when you see a grizzly bear, you don't run. You kind of face it and you slowly back away while looking at it. No bear. So if you could face your fear and you know you can't run from it, step one, don't run. And just slowly be in it and back away. Okay, this is happening right now. Okay, I'm noticing the feeling. I'm noticing it washing over me. Okay, why is this happening? Okay. And then you kind of figure out how to, all right, I'm, I'm, this is right. Okay. I feel a little scared. Okay. What can I do right here with fear, with it, hang out with it? I know it seems like the exact opposite of what we should do. What, how can I hang out with it for a moment and kind of like befriend it? And I think that's a really interesting thing to think about because we're taught for so long, like, don't do that thing that bothers you. Oh my God, if it scares you, like run from it, like hide from it, shy away from it, get away from it. It's almost like touching a hot stove and being like, ow, it gives you that jump back. But what if you just reframed how you were in that situation? If you reframed, reframed the thought, okay, it's here happening. What can I do? What have I been taught to do in this moment? And maybe you haven't, maybe you don't have any of these principles. So you just like let the fear run rampant and you're just driving. You're just, the horse is just taking you wherever the hell you want to go, wherever the hell it wants to go. So I'm going to challenge you next time you're stepping into a situation that is not hopefully life-threatening, like running into a bear in the wild. To actually welcome the feelings in. And the weird thing is, is that the more you put yourself out there and in these situations that do scare you, the more you realize that it's totally manageable and you can absolutely handle it. Fear and anxiety are very similar. If you're listening and you're like, wait, I kind of feel like that could be the way I feel about my anxiety. And I think because of a lot of our anxieties are actually, they pop up from different little fears we had or experience that then made us fearful in a moment that then brings up the anxiety. For me, it was, I got really, really sick in a soul cycle class once, like so ill, I had to leave the room. And for so long, it was so like traumatic of an experience for me of like not being in control when I'm the one that's supposed to be like in control and managing the room and managing the experience that it took me a really long time. And even still, I have to work through it in really high risk, high stake moments. I have to still be like, okay, like what's the real danger here? Is there real danger here? Am I actually going to pass out or am, am I just like, working myself up and making myself feel like I'm going to pass out. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors, right? Anxiety and fear. They dress up as each other a little bit. They play dress up. And that's how it is with our emotions too. They play dress up like, am am I really in danger? Am I really going to pass out? Or is my heart just beating fast and I feel that cold sweat coming on or my palms getting clammy because I'm a little little afraid in this moment. But in my body, I know I'm okay. 
So it's like if you can bring it back to getting in your body and being like, okay, am I safe? Am I good? Am I okay? Okay, I'm okay. And sometimes it just takes a couple breaths. What I like to do is I like to take one sensory factor out of it. If I'm really scared or if I'm really anxious, I just close my eyes. Because even just taking one sense out of it helps you drop in a little bit more into your body. For me, it's the eyes. Take take away all like the take it all away. Like and then realize where you what are you feeling in your body. It's really a neat skill when you can do that. And it is a practice. I'm not even going to call it a skill actually. Let's I'm going to retract that statement. It's a practice because it's ongoing. And there are days where you feel like you've mastered it and there are days where you're like, "Wait, have I even done literally any work on myself <laughs> to get myself away from this place?" And that's really how it is with with these emotions and with being scared or being anxious or being with fear is some days you feel like, oh my gosh, I, it's all, I get it. Oh my God, I'm doing it. And then other days you're like, what? And that's the ebb and flow of it. It's a constant practice, constantly working on the skill, never, ever quite mastering it ever. But noticing the feelings, the emotions, the things that are coming up, And then having the skills, the tools in your toolkit, in your back pocket to pull out and be like, okay, wait a minute. I know what to do in this situation. I know how to bring it back to me. I know how to grab the reins and take the horse where I want to go. I know that I'm safe. I know that I'm good. And you kind of just wave at fear. Hey, okay, here we go. Look at you showing up. Come on, let's go. Because you're never going to be without it. And I think that's the biggest misconception and the biggest lie about being fearless, being brave, being courageous. It's very much there. I mean, it is shit your pants scary sometimes. Excuse my language, but you know what I'm talking about. And yet, you keep showing up and do it anyway. And by doing it again and again and consistently being in that emotion and being with fear and stepping up and overcoming it, And showing yourself that you actually can walk through this. Hey girl, come with me. We're going together. Either way, we're going on this journey. You and me. By doing that, you then prove to yourself, you give yourself a track record of, wow, look what I've done. Okay, I can do this. And then you start to become a little more confident. And I think that's truly how confidence is built. It's built out of, being scared and being willing to keep going and walk through the fear with fear. Bring it with you. I think that is truly what makes someone confident. It's not like we all pop out of the womb and we're like, I'm super confident. Everything is great. And of course, it comes easier for others than some than others. But I think at its true core, it's a skill set. It's something that can be worked on. It's something that can be attained. It's something that you can actually consistently show up and do the work for every single day. Fear, anxiety, confidence, consistency, kind of like a little quad quad effect. Because when you show yourself that you can do something and you can walk through it, 
and you can grow through it, then the next time it crops up, you're a little more confident than you were last time. And it's just that again and again and againness that then, you know, you see someone, you're like, why are you so confident on stage? And you're like, I'm not confident up here. I'm so scared. Like I am shaking like a leaf, but I'm doing it because I've done it a few times before and I'm still scared, but it's a little less scary this time. And then the next time won't be as scary, but it's always there. It is literally why I absolutely, I love, love, love. I, I got the opportunity to sit in the audience at Powerhouse Woman in Arizona. And there were some people on stage that I knew I could see in their mannerisms and their little fingers and the way they were moving that they were like shaking. And to me, I wasn't like, wow, like they're so unpracticed or like blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow, look at them walk through it. Look at them show up and keep swinging. And like it actually made it so much cooler to me because I was like, I know they're scared right now and they're doing it anyway. Or I know they're a little nervy and they're doing it anyway. So something to think about this week, it is not that fear is not present in our lives or anxiety, they crop up, they're around the corner. Sometimes you're gonna come around a switchback and run into a grizzly bear. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. And each time you encounter that feeling, that situation, you step up to the plate, you get a little nervy, you feel a little scared, the best way to conquer that and to keep going is to walk through it. It's not so much that you're fearless, you're fear with. And that, in turn, creates an absolutely fearless, courageous presence. I hope that kind of hit for you today. That's what has been on my mind ever since my little run-in with, uh, I don't know, it wasn't Winnie the Pooh, I'll tell you that. So something I've been thinking about and kind of playing with this week as I walk into different situations and things like that. And as we walk into Q4 and fall and all different things, as we always say, the changing of the seasons, changing of the tide, maybe you're going for new things. You have new goals or things you're going after. after. I want you to think about that. Honestly, it's something to think about. It's not that you are without it. It's that you're with it. You welcome it with you. And it actually in turn makes you stronger and braver in the long run. So As always, thank you so much for showing up, for listening, for sharing. It means the world to me when I get pulled aside in different places and someone's like, I listen to your podcast, blah, blah, blah. It means so much to me. Like and subscribe and share with your friends. If you found this helpful, maybe someone else can find it helpful. Honestly, the biggest honor you could do to me is share it with someone you love that it might just make their day as well. Until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.